We'd like to thank Businessaholic Podcast and Growcast for making today's podcast possible. In our first episode, we are thrilled to have Christelle Damien, an accomplished speaker, author, founder, and even owner of Exportia, as our guest today. Exportia is a leading Australian company that specializes in helping businesses grow internationally, with many years of experience in international trade and business developments. Christelle has successfully helped many businesses navigate the complexities of exporting and expanding their reach globally. We'll dive into her story uncovering the pivotal moments that set her on the path to success and the valuable lessons that she learned along the way. So if you're ready to be inspired and learn from one of the best, stay tuned for our interview with our special guest only on Before Success. Hello and welcome to all our listeners around the globe. Thank you very much for tuning in. So hello and welcome, like Mala said. We're really excited to have uh, you on board on today's podcast. But before we start, a quick word from our sponsor. Advertisement gives you the opportunity to create new customers that are searching for the exact thing that you are offering. If you are wanting to advertise your business on this podcast at this moment, contact us using the link in the description and the email below. Now, back to the podcast. Allow me to introduce you to Christelle Damian, accomplished speaker, author, founder and owner of Exportia. With her specialization in helping innovative, small and medium-sized businesses succeed exporting to Europe, she offers a valuable expertise for businesses. Christelle's sales-focused approach includes providing tailored workshops and outsourced European sales and marketing teams to help businesses succeed. Her proven track record in helping businesses achieve significant returns on their investment is a testament to an effectiveness of her approach. Additionally, she offers a range of services such as a keynote speaking, providing European sales executive, sorry, and supporting sales teams to take their international sales to the next level. Christelle, welcome to the podcast and thank you so much for taking your time today to speak and to discuss about your success. Now, let us ask you and discuss about your success. Well, can I say I'm very honored that you invited me. I'm so pleased to be on your podcast. So thanks so much for uh, inviting me. I'm very pleased. Well, thanks. We appreciate it for you to be our first guest. Uh, this is very nice. So in today's podcast, we will be discussing uh, with Christelle uh, her success before her success. And I think she uh, she will kick off the podcast by um, doing a quick uh, quick uh, presentation of herself and a quick pitch of her business. Sure. So I'm the owner and founder of a business called Exportia, and I founded that business 16 years ago in Australia as I migrated. Uh, from France to Australia, decided to start my own business. And basically what, what we do with Exportia is we help small, medium-sized, fast-growth businesses in the technology space that are innovative. 
to scale their business uh, to the European market. So one of our promise is to generate their first million euros in sales and beyond. And we do that uh, with, with my team and we're very passionate about that. How many employees do you have? So we're a small multinational team of 10. Okay, so you have offices. Where do you have offices? So we have offices in Paris and in Sydney. Right, okay. And do you want to try and expand your business to other countries or do you want to mainly focus on Yes, so at the moment we are... Um, talking to a number of businesses. So our main market is Australia, but we also start to speak to uh, American businesses, Canadian businesses, Southeast Asian businesses. So we are, as a matter of fact, starting to expand as well, but always to help them uh, into the, to get into the, the, the European market. Right. Um, right. Mal will start us off, I think, with a few questions, if you don't mind. Of course not. Yeah, I wanted to to ask you why, um, out of all like um, industries, all to industries out of all industries, why did you choose to start a a business to help Australian businesses export to Europe, like? Did you have like this moment, oh, I'm going to start this? Or like, why did you start the business? How did you start the business? And why did you choose this industry? Yeah, so it kind of, it, it, it was step by step. So my first uh, experience, so I have a business degree, uh, master, okay. a B, a MBA, yeah. in, inter MBA right. in uh, international business. And so... I've always spoken and learned a number of languages. So I've always been interested in, uh, and I come from a very multi multicultural uh, background as well in my family. So I'm always used to be around different cultures, different people speaking different languages. So when I started commerce, to study mm. commerce and sales, and I started my career in sales, I initially started to work in export and uh, and I really thought well this is really where I want to be I always want to be in that international business space I really feel this is my um, a, my DNA this is in my DNA to be doing multicultural and then um, through the sales experience that I had with IBM as well I, it just showed me that I was really interested in technology, selling technology, te highly technical products were really what interested me. It's a more complex sales process. There's different um, phases and, and it made it very interesting, interesting to me. So when I actually um, decided to stop working for a large corporate, I thought and, and um, I had the plan to, to, um, to go back overseas and to leave France and live in another country. I thought, well, it might be the time to leave a corporate career in a very large multinational where you're, you see your impact. It's only a small impact in a big, big, big corporate. Whereas when you work with small business, you see straight away the impact that you have 
in the business. Like if you make a big, if you sign a big contract for a small business, can yeah. be huge, can transform the entire business. If you sign a big contract for a large corporate like an IBM, well, great, but then, you know, it doesn't change a lot. And so I really wanted to go back to small business and I thought, okay, I'm going to go back to Australia. That's time to, for change. It may be time to really want to really do what I want to do. So I, that's when I, I started Exportia yeah, in 2006. I thought, okay, I'm going to do exactly what I want to do, which is sales, which is international business and working with SMEs. And that's how it all started and in technology sectors, which is exactly what we do pretty much. For you, the, what is the best part of the, of the business? It seems like it's like, empowering small businesses is that really your blueprint yeah so there's few things that are, we are very passionate about is you know when we work sometimes we work with businesses over 10 years and we see and we really we help them growing over 10 years can you imagine some of our customers they went through three factories over oh, yeah. 10 years because oh. you know we we start working with them they grow they grow with us we generate business then the, they max out the capacity of the factory they have to move to the next <laughs> they have to move change factory to to grow their capacity to produce more to be Supply able to sell demand. more exactly yeah and then and then we grow a bit more and then they have so what really for us and the team is the same the team in my team we're all the same we take a lot of pride in seeing those businesses thriving and succeeding that's one part of course and and changing over time and be, be becoming you know like really big and having you know hundred of from from 25 employees go to 100 and 500 or 400 that's our pride we take a lot of pride in that the other pride we t we take in is we're very proud about when we start to compete with very large multinationals so all our business are small medium size mm -hmm. or fast growth and when we start to compete with their product against multinationals we have a lot of fun it's really great. That's when we start to see, okay, this is getting really, really fun is when the, the competitors start to see that business that we work for and that we represent as a, as a real competitor. That's when we feel also very proud in what we do. And, and if I may ask, what kind of examples of businesses you can, you can give us yes. that actually you work with? Yes. Yes. So when I said technology, it's very broad. So we work mm -hmm. with software, cloud-based software, right. SaaS software right. businesses. So it can be in different industry verticals. So they may have a software to, uh, for health, e-health product for, that oh. are used in hospitals. They may have a software that is used to automate machinery. They may have a software about education, right. ed tech. They may have, a, so they, for to manage the environment 
or the safety of the workplace. So they, they might, or cyber security. So that's one part. Then we have also clients that are manufacturing big machinery. So machinery, robots, you know, to weld and cut or in cool. a production facility, or they can have, you know, they can be um, safety devices, electronic devices, uh, for the used in the automotive industry or or they can be medical devices too in the medical sectors that are also used in healthcare. Um, so that's some of the examples or agricultural ag tech, agricultural oh, yeah. technology yeah. to be used in farms or to manage environmental uh, issues. So that's so green tech. So that's okay, some of so the technologies are actually a really, really big sector, and you have so many different uh, things in in that sector. It's incredible. And technology is like the main talk also uh, this this year. It's a main talk. Everyone's talking about technology. Yes, it's true. It's a, it's a key it's a key enabler in for and for any government, any country. Mm. It's so important that those small and medium-sized businesses grow because from their growth you you create jobs you create a highly skilled workforce you know it's it's a it's a better economy yeah Yeah. and i just have a quick question um so if i understand well your company helps those little small um industries to try and pitch their idea to big companies and to hospitals for them to actually um adopt and use those if i'm right exactly correct exactly that yeah and and the other part of their whole business journey really important uh, negotiator yeah Yeah. exactly we do a lot of negotiation on their behalf and because and with them as well of course we we work we're part of their team so we report back to them we work in team with them. We work seamlessly with them. So, um, and also the way we work is because we're multilingual and the team is based in Europe and we speak all those different languages. That's really helping businesses that don't have those skill sets in-house to be able to approach those large businesses in Europe and but have greater access to them through you know talking to them in their own native languages makes a difference if i may ask uh what are the some of the key challenges you face as a small business owner in this current economic climate yes so in the current economic climate there's a lot of um small businesses that are having a hard time so sometimes uh, in our technology sector, uh, businesses need to raise some fund from investors and to grow further their research and development to, you know, to develop new products. Sometimes they need to raise some funds from investors. And at the moment, some of those investors are a little bit yeah, cautious yeah. in terms of with investing. The conjecture. In yeah. terms we're, of we're, we're, yeah, we we literally we talk about that on our pot, on the business of Holico lot about how this year has been really um ups and downs in the stock market, you know, everything so it's been really tough with everything. 
Yes. Yeah, so for small business, it's a bit harder to to raise funds at the moment, and so I think that's that's one of the one of the issue. Also, some of the businesses that have never exported before and that are you know it's it's as a business it's so much better if you have multiple countries because it kind of de-risk your entire business not only should you you know just if you're in australian business it's great to sell in australia but if australia is not doing well well you just you're just stuck but if you have several export markets and you can diversify your risk and that's the whole so businesses that have not done that and and some of them are not in a good position right now and they've had a very tough time with covid and so now coming out of that is 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 can be hard and so also for small business there's a lot of uh, skills shortages so uh, sometimes they find it hard to hire and to 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 grow their team. So that can be some of the challenge that that are happening at the moment. Yeah, COVID was a really was a really like a hard part in small businesses, and we saw that all over. Even going in the city, you can see all those small coffee shops and all had a lot of um, issues trying to stay open, and some of them couldn't even hold open anymore, and they had to shut down. So that's really hard to see. Yeah, yeah, I, f- I found that great how your blueprint, I find it great, like empowering small businesses to grow. It's like great for the whole economy. It's great for the people. It's just a great uh, motor and thing to do. So, you, so you're, try- you're helping businesses export to Europe and negotiate with companies. Are you, what is, are you looking to, then maybe try to connect the small businesses to maybe the investors or venture capital. You were talking about venture capital. Is that your next um, yes. advancement? Uh, I just do that informally. I don't do that as mm-hmm. an activity. I just, right. uh, in my, in our ecosystem, we talk to investors because sometimes mm-hmm. we report to them or we, yeah. You know, we we are have the same type of they invest in in our clients, and so we talk. We have a, but I'm. It's not going to be our next uh, move um, to to right. do introduction to investors. I think businesses have to do and pitch their business and their ideas and their roadmap. Uh, to investors so that's I I'm I talk to investors a lot but I actually not intending to formalize those introductions okay um in Mao's podcast which is called the Growcast, um he talks about um you want to yeah. talk about it Mao? <laughs> yeah yeah so um, in, in the Growcast, we talk about self-improvement so it's already yes. been 20 minutes that we were talking about the business it was really fascinating and now it would be nice if we could move on to the next part where sure. um, you could you could talk about more on the personal uh, side, self-improvement side. Yes. So um, how just how do you approach self-improvement? Like what tips do you have types? Uh, to uh, like yes. how do you, simply how do you approach it? 
um, in your in your life with your work life balance how are you managing to be really productive <laughs> anything yes. to say yes many yes. things to say there's a lot to say about that so um just for self-improvement i mean in 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 work in in uh i like to have several i like to have several mentors mm, yeah. and so i like in my in my network so whether they're formal mentors that are actually engaged to mentor me on specific topics or they're informal mentors people I really admire, I like, and I'm going to read their books, listen to their podcasts and learn from them. And maybe I'm going to start listening to yours as well <laughs> and <laughs> get inspiration. Um, or So I think that the critical thing is knowing what you need and recognizing what you need help with and then seek that person that has this skill set. And also, so I have different, I had different mentors at different stages of my business. When you start a business, there's a certain type of mentor that are good to help you. But when you are moving into a more mature business, you need people that have run businesses that are a bit bigger. So you can't have the same mentors at, at, at the same, you know, at the start of your business right. and then a little bit later. So it's really looking for the right type of mentor at the at the right time, I think. So okay. that's that's for the yep. Okay. So so this is uh, really interesting. So for you, um, so you seem to say that the most important thing is reaching out for help, for advice, for inspiration, to a mentor, reaching out to a mentor, or anything on the internet. So is this really your main thing or do you have tips. any other strategies or tips? Uh, for self-improvement, I mean, there's a good, a good, healthy, um, well, yeah, that's, that's important. Like having be like work life yeah. balance, work life work balance. balance for How me, do you that approach comes that? Through. Yeah. So for me, it, it comes to, um, listening to your own signs so if i start to be really really tired because i've worked too hard for too long then i start to see some sign of i'm quickly to annoy i get annoyed very quickly or i get a little bit angry or so i know okay it's time to kind of have a break and take an afternoon off or so just watching for those signs, because it, with, especially with my team, you know, to, to be able to be there for them too, you need to be present. You need to be in a good uh, position. You need to be happy. You need to be motivated, mm. you know, to, to, to drive everybody. So you have to listen to those signs and also getting into a rhythm of giving yourself some physical exercise. So for me, you know, swimming and and doing yoga walking and being active is really important because that i know for me if i don't do that i don't have uh i'm less productive 
Um, I enjoy less what I do. So it's kind of, it's a whole, um, it's a, an entire yeah. ecosystem. Uh, ecosystem, exactly. You feel good, you're, you're happy uh, manager, you're happy service provider to your customer. So it, it's, it benefits your entire professional and private life. Do you have any tips to, to manage, sorry, like when you have lots of work to do, is there a way you manage that? Like write down on the post-it note, like most people do write down every single task and have the satisfaction to cross it out. Or do you use like something else like calendars or? Yes. So as a team, we use a lot of project management tool inside to communicate between us and manager projects and so on. So that's mm -hmm. for, for us to manage the business. Basically, we have, you know, a lot of procedures and we have um, we have our project management tool, which can, you know, can be any project management tool mm. for myself. What I like to do is I I'm I've been a maniac of to do list for a year for years. <laughs> I've always have a huge there's not list. there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> But what I found is nowadays I've kind of switched it around before I used to have huge mm. lists that it, they're kind of a bit discouraging. You've got so many things on it that yeah, that's, every, that's, yeah. everything mm. it's overwhelming. You're like, Oh my God, where am I going to start? So, so nowadays what I have is I have that list, but then I pick for my day two tasks that are, you know, those two tasks, if I do them, I, I need, I will, yeah. I can be satisfied. And I find it so much more satisfying to have those. And, and it actually helps to focus on only two things. Or if it's one big task, it's only one big task and that's fine. But if it's done, it's going to bring a lot of value to my day, to my business. And I'm going to be very happy I have done it. So I'm trying to focus, not that huge list can sit somewhere, but I'm not looking at it today. Today I'm, I'm only looking at one task and that's it. So that's one of the things I've learned. And then at the end of the day, I'm like, okay, what have I done today? And I write what I actually have done. Yeah, that, that's really important. Mm. It, it just gives you such a nice sense of achievement because you, then you can yeah. look back at your week and you're like, oh, this week I've done this and this and this. And it's very, very nice feeling. Instead of having a huge list, then having the, this type of mechanism, I found it much more uh, rewarding. And much more rewarding. Yeah. Yeah. And always have a positive attitude no matter what. A mindset. Exactly. And this is also connected to staying motivated um, over time. Having, yeah, yeah, exactly, having a positive attitude and being uh, motivated. So uh, how are you approaching to that, um, that of positive attitude, yes. like at work, if you have like, sometimes we yes. all have bad days or bad things happens. How, how are you approaching that? How are you trying to stay on track? Yeah, so I also recently, I've also changed my week rhythm. So when you have a lot of things to do in your week and a huge yeah. to-do list and lots of projects, lots of things, lots of pressure. So I like to 
keep certain activities for certain days. So on Mondays, I'm super energized. I've had my weekend. I was with my family. So Mondays, I like to keep it for creative mm. activities. So working on marketing, working on writing a book or working on talking, you know, business development. So I like to, to keep those. My three middle days, so Tuesday to Thursday, are really for projects. So hardcore work, cold calling and doing projects. So really, you know, yeah. like full on work. And on and Friday, Fridays. I like to keep the low, low, um, mm. low intensity okay. tasks. So it can be okay. Uh, you know, like if I need to go to the post office, yeah, but I, I'll have little tasks that I keep for Fridays that don't don't require so much concentration, not so much thinking time, but still need to be done. So I keep them for Friday and then I'm still satisfied that I've done mm. them. I'm happy I've done them. <laughs> and and but then they don't need so much thinking because I know by Friday I'm usually really yeah. exhausted. And so no big major decisions or major meetings if they have to happen they happen no problem but no big things digit things on fridays okay. i usually strive so that's how i kind of keep myself happy you you just talked about cold uh, calling so this is more on the professional um yes. growth side how, how do you what is the importance of cold calling uh, cold emailing and how do you approach it and do you have any tips because this is really interesting for like small business people like us that yes. are trying to yeah well, develop yes so cold calling is people say well cold calling is dead and but i think anyone in business needs to know how to call call and how you approach, you know, somebody you've never reached out to, you really would love to work for them and you really would love to get them as a customer. I think it's still, you know, if everything else fails, you still have got a phone and you can still reach out to somebody and say, I've seen you've done that and I'm really interested. And this is so... I think cold calling is about connecting with the person you have on the phone. So doing your research about that person and why you're interested to work with them. What do you think you could bring to them? And checking that your understanding is right. You don't want to say... You like pitch your idea. The worst thing you can do is call and say, Hi, I'm Christelle and I'm so going to help you because you really don't know what you're doing. So we can't do that, right? We just have to, uh, yeah, yeah, you have to listen. So you have, mm. you do your research, you, you, you actually say, look, I've seen that you're actually doing that project in Europe. I understand you're doing that. Is that right? I did. I understand. Right. And then people can correct you. You start to ask a bit of question. You need to understand what people are at in their process. You need to give them enough about you and about your credentials so that they trust you and they start to respond to your question. So that you need to say, look, I'm Uncle Stellan. I've done that business development work with my team for the last 16 years. 
We've reached really good results. And I'm, you know, I wrote a book on it. I'm happy to send it to you. You give them some confidence that you're not a business out of nowhere. You actually know what you're doing. And then you ask them questions about, you know, what's, what's the top of mind at the moment? You know, what do they want to achieve? And then you, you respond to that and say, well, you want to go into the German market? Well, we have done in your sector, right. such and such, we help such and such type of businesses reaching success. So it's listening, taking the hook, responding how you meet their needs. So this is actually what is cold calling. I have a last question for cold calling. So it was really interesting um, this discussion about it, but consider like you're, a, you're like kicking off your career or you're like a small business owner and you still don't have that big authority. Um, like how would you approach cold calling if you, if you're like, like, you know, like you, we just started our podcast and like we asked you for to be our first guest because we still don't have that big authority, but we are also reaching out to other entrepreneurs. So how, how would you approach yeah. that? How, if I was running your podcast, how would I approach? Well, no, when you, when you don't have an, an authority mm, yes. yet, so a yes. podcast or anything, another yes. small business, you know, if you don't have an authority yet, how would you approach it? Because you said, oh, yeah, it's been 16 years that we're in the business. So yeah. if you don't have an authority yet, and even if you have, you know, just that, let's say that recording, you can just send mm -hmm. it, send it as an example. Or, mm -hmm. you know, it's not like you have a huge following or anything or any credential, but you've done one podcast right. and you can show you've done it well. So that's a great mm. way you, you, you've done it, right? It's there. It's well organized. It's structured. I'm here. I'm happy to be here. I'm enjoying the process. And that's already a credential in itself. There's no reason why you couldn't do it. And you prove you've proven that you can actually have an interview with a business owner, uh, that is well established. So you use whatever you have and in your interaction, you just keep being as professional mm. as you currently are because there's so yeah. many so-called senior professionals which are not professional so mm. it doesn't matter if you don't have a lot of years in business the approach if it's professional people will always respect it and will value it and as you build your following you ask for testimonials so you may say, well, yeah. Christelle, can you write a quote to say how the process was to be interviewed by us? And I'd say, amazing, really well organized, had the question before. Mm -hmm. It was extremely well structured. Fine. That's the way, little by little, you just go step by step. Right. And if I may ask... Um, if I'm like a, if for example, I'm starting my own first business and I'm connecting with a customer, um, yes. how can I prove to that customer that I'm really a business that wants to make them advance, but it's my first ever customer and I don't have anything to really show them? Okay. So you need to research really well 
about their business and have a precise example and explain how you are planning to help them. Yeah. So whatever it's bring value. Yeah. So bring value and show and say, look, I, this is how I'm planning to help you. So this is how the different things we will do. And you start to outline a little plan on how are the things, what, what are you planning to do? Because people want to know, okay, if I engage you, what am I going to get? And how, how long, you know, what are the steps? What I will get from it? How much is that going to cost? So you, you start with what you know, which is I want to help them advance. This is how I'm going to do it. And so you, once they, they like you and they want to talk to you, you explain precisely how it is going to happen. Okay, thank you. That's really valuable what, uh, what you bring us to like small businesses and to like, Mm. yeah, Um, let's move on to your book, which, okay. Um, so you released two majorly successful books, one called, (laughs) one called, can you show, can you show them? Can you show them? Absolutely. One called the four steps to generate your first million. Shameless advertising. Oh, that's <laughs> no worries. I mean, if you already accept to be, be here guess. for free, it's okay to, for you to promote your thing. So, can you pitch us uh, your books and Which books? tell us how okay. what was the process also of doing? Maybe bench? start off, start off with the four steps to generate your first million euros in sales. Yes, which I saw got so, an award for business. Yeah, so it's got, it won the best Australian business book in the sales and communication category in 2020. Wow. So, wow. so that was, thank yeah, you. Congrats. I was absolutely congrats. wrapped, really, really wrapped. <laughs> so it is actually our methodology, how we work business, businesses, what other step-by-step process we take. There's a lot of tools and templates that are shared in the book on how you know what do we use in every day that these are really this is really our method that we use with our clients on a daily basis so it's really about what we do and and so it's like it's if people don't want to work with us it's fine they can still get the book and get get on the right track you know try to de-risk the approach to the european market and uh yeah so that's you know I'll buy it. I'll go on Amazon and I'll buy it. Yeah, we'll buy it. So if I understand that book uh, of the four steps is a way for people to get an idea on what services you offer or is it a a way for them to know how to actually make it? Yeah, both. So they can see how we work, but if they want to implement it uh, without us, they're free to do so. They, They can follow the steps go uh step by step marketing it's marketing basically yes they they can just use it it's educational as well yeah it is it is the main tool is to share the the process so that businesses can de-risk their approach to the european market okay and you have the other book ready take go go. so that was the definite guide yes so that was my first book and it's it's just a little bit lighter touch. It's yeah. more to check what you need to do to be ready to export. 
So it's mm. kind of, it's a lighter church. It's simple to read. It's a quick read, this one. And so it's all, all about it's more targeted. To... It's more targeted, this one. Yes, right. it's really, if it's, it's small, uh, it's simpler. It's a simpler approach. Um, this one is very detailed. It's a okay. more yeah. of a reference book. And, so which and... one would you recommend to like a customer, for example, that's interested into your business? Yes, I would recommend this one. Right. Okay, I would right. recommend this one. I mean, the other one is great too. I, I, I'm very <laughs> <laughs> proud of both. But this one is really very detailed and I think it's it can be a reference book for, for a while. Well then, thank you very much, yeah. Christelle, for this business part. I mean, it's already been forty-two minutes, but oh time God. flies. Your business, time your business flies. is so is so interesting and, and it has so much to talk about. We really appreciate. It's really interesting. I've got to ask you for a uh, last question on your business, yes. and then you'll tell us a small anecdote, and then we'll we'll sign off. So <laughs> look, because it's already been so long. I don't know if people will listen so, to such a long podcast. So looking back, looking, looking back on your business journey, is there anything yes. you would do differently if you had the chance to do it? <sighs> well, the thing is, everything is a learning, and even sometimes you yeah. know, sometimes you do mistakes, mm. and there's always a lesson to learn. So mistakes I, I would, result into success. Yeah, and I would do the same. I would do. I think I would not do anything differently. Um, I think that's that's just the the the. I think in my business, I'm I'm kind of what I pictured ten years ago is is happening now. So I don't think I would do anything differently. Maybe at the start, I kind of tried not just technology but a little bit other product i didn't try for very long so maybe i would not even have tried but it was good to learn and confirm that actually my thing is mainly technology so that helped me confirm so that was a great way to to learn that and also i found that initially we help also french and european businesses come to australia and then oh okay um, yeah, and then I decided to stop that. I decided to stop that because oh, really, I decided to focus. So I think you learn from those mistakes, but focus is king. For me, I, in any work, it's, it's learning to be focused. It's, it's really paying off. And uh, I, right. Yeah, right. I yeah. wanted to ask you this last question, focus more on, on self-help. So you were talking about being focused. Do you yes. ever find yourself procrastinating or how do you, oh, yeah, like, that's big, yeah. how, how do yeah, you approach that? Does it. Like, everyone procrastinates. Like it's, do you have any tips to stop procrastinating and do you ever procrastinate and how do you stay focused like that thing? Yes, I do. So sometimes you have to recognize that when you're pro procrastinating, it means you're also thinking about something. Or processing yeah. something so sometimes you That's have true. to welcome that process and and value it like if i have let's say if i have a problem to solve for a client or if i'm thinking about a new project or an issue i still need to think about it and it needs to go 
to be processed. And when I'm doing that, I'm not actively doing a task. So you can't, when you're procrastinating, you have to think about, okay, what am I, am I processing something now? Or that I really need to get on with and solve before I do a task. Mm. So in that case, that, that needs to be solved. So I, I need to think, process something. I'll go, okay, what's the positive, the negative? What, I'm, what is my problem? What am I really thinking about at the moment? Or is it, am I procrastinated because I'm exhausted and I just can't anymore? That, that, Sometimes that can be the case. And then I just need to rest, get out, get some fresh air, come mm, back yeah. to it. So that's some of the strategies I have. Yeah, not even the pros procrastinate. Procrastinating is something that we got to accept as a human, you know. We are all perfect. You um, just yeah. need to reduce the time of procrastination. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <You> <laughs> pretty much. If we could do that, then. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's move on uh, to the last, anecdote part where thing. we ask you an anecdote question where if you don't mind telling us one of your best anecdotes you have about business or something um, where listeners and us will be fascinated yeah. about. <laughs> and then we'll be done. <laughs> okay yes some people it's, have to go to school it's a big think, one no okay nah, no there were so many so many anecdotes like i cannot tell you so many but there was um maybe i have two if you have time there was yeah, a we, 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 we have so much time we have a lot of time okay i'll try to keep them short okay all right so two i'm thinking about one when I had my first, um, it's not my first customer. It's a client I've worked with for quite a while and they engaged um, us to help them in the French market. And so they kind of, you know, signed us up uh, pretty quickly. And then I had to fly two weeks after to France to help market their product. Uh, at the trade shows and I had just been trained about the technology. I had the, de the devices in hand. And so, and so I turned up to the, to that trade show and it was with one of the French distributors and it happened that the distributor had lodged an innovation award, a uh, competition that lodged the application for a competition award. So. After two weeks in that role, I ended up having to demonstrate the product in front of the French TV because they had won the award. So I just was, you know, I oh, wow. had to sign. <laughs> it was, I think it was a regional <laughs> Which TV. Which platform was it? Uh, it was a French national TV, but at the region. It was massive. Oh, yeah. So I just signed. That Still, client, it's massive. Two weeks and two weeks later, I had to demonstrate the product at French on the French TV. So that was pretty massive. And you have to be so ready. adaptability be, is important. That's in. what you're saying. In this. You have to be flexible. Yeah, you yeah, have to lean in. You have to be and flexible. I mean, I was here to sell, so it's no. That was an yeah. opportunity. Let's go with it. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. So that's blind demand. That's one. <laughs> right. Okay. And you're so, talking and about second and second one? Talking about focus. And your second okay. And also um, knowing your customer. Oh, so at my 
so at the start of my business, I started my business in Adelaide, and then um, I went to a, to a function to kind of introduce my business, and it was an exporters group. And basically, I um, introduced the business, mingled with different business entrepreneurs that wanting to wanted to sell their product, and one of them one of the gentlemen in the room was extremely interested. He was so interested about, you know, the Spanish market and how we could help him going there. So I come home, I'm so excited. I've met, you know, I've just started my business and I met this entrepreneur and he's very interested. And then, so I follow up to have a meeting with him. And then I realized he was selling cow feet <laughs> and, I was like, well, and i was like no Christelle, it's not the spanish and, and market what, what market was, was like, he trying to reach <laughs> i hadn't done my homework that's all you know you ask people you ask people what do you do what's your product is it does that is that is that something i i can help you with i couldn't help him because that wasn't my type of product but i thought that was really funny so i just laughed at myself on that one because i was just like big question big important big important question was not that's a really funny one and so that was at the start exactly don't don't judge a book by its cover as they say well yeah well thank you very much christelle this was such a fascinating discussion it was a pleasure it was really it was a pleasure to have you as our first guest and we truly appreciate it yeah i hope we didn't take too we didn't take too much of your time today you said it's friday friday is for exactly chill day chill day (laughs) easy tasks yeah easy time to take take those important things off the list yeah yeah, yeah well you. then thank you very much uh, and Great. we'll tell you we'll tell you when the podcast will be out there um we'll do the co- podcast cover and, and we'll, we'll do everything we'll, we'll yeah do we'll do sure. we'll we'll find an okay. image of you and vince to for do the <laughs> podcast thing you know we'll do that and we'll, that <laughs> and we'll make sure i so to buy a book, book. We will buy a book. <laughs> I can send yeah, you we, 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 we really um, can't wait well, to buy it. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Oh, it's all good. I will send you autograph books. Um, the autograph. The autograph. And <laughs> I'd like to wish you best success and uh, really well oh, done. Nice. Uh, I really enjoyed the conversation and you thanks. had great questions. And uh, yeah, congratulations on your new venture. Thank you. We hope to actually. We hope to actually, maybe, if you are willing, in a year time, to re-interview you and see yeah. what has changed. Um, if this market had expanded, Absolutely. it'd be great to I would re-interview be you. And we'll ask you uh, in the coming days, maybe, uh, uh, by, e- by email, a quick testimonial, like you were saying, f- to help us. Yeah. Uh, I will reach, do that uh, with great uh, pleasure. People. I will do it. Cust- yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, thanks. Thank you. Thanks everybody from for tuning in and listening to this uh, podcast, the yeah, first thank Before you, Success podcast, and we'll see you in the next episode for another fascinating interview with a successful person. Indeed, as Mal said, thank you very much. Thank you thank to you. especially Christelle 
um, for joining us today and uh, we hope you have a great afternoon. Thank you. Thank you very much. See you again. soon. Best of luck. Bye.